could you ask the one woman in the world that I hate to be a bridesmaid? Because I didn't think after 12 years, you still hated her. Brian was mine. She stole him and married him. Well, at least she wasn't just stealing him for sport. Yeah, and the last time I checked, do you have a man? He is a boyfriend, not a husband, Maya, okay? How could you do this? I mean, you haven't even talked to her since college. Right? Okay, all right. Okay, maybe, you know, I've sent her a Christmas card or met her for lattes or became godmother to her firstborn, but nothing big. Godmother? Lynn, did you know about this? Godmother second born. <laughs> Family, welcome to Oh Hell Yes. Hey, hey, we're back to cover an amazing episode. I'm so excited about this one. Um, this is one of the more popular episodes, too, just because of the like dramatic turn that it takes. But uh, today's episode that we're covering is called The Pact. Season 3, episode 19, original air date March 17th, 2003. Written by Kevin and Michelle Marburger. Whew, Etsy, what'd you think of this one? I remember it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the episode. Yes, yes. Here and there, there's going to be some episodes that stick out where I remember when I first watched it. Yeah, and you know, looking at it from a 2022 lens, it's there's some things. <laughs> I noticed some things. <laughs> there's definitely some things. Um, so we're going to get to that part. Um any news Etsy you want to talk about first before we get into this dramatic episode um I want to say that there is a black woman that went missing because she went on a date through Bumble with an older white man and they don't want to fully investigate the older white man who was the last person to see her alive because he seems like quote-unquote a good guy and I'm just like child that's why I want to be watching these propaganda shows say her name this woman's name was Lauren Smith Fields. She was a black woman and she went on a date with this white man. He is not even a person of interest. Can y'all believe that shit? <sighs> yeah. So we can't even do any like online sleuth mm, things nope. because we don't know who he is. Her family is on the news. They are crying their eyes out because the cops are being cops and not trying to investigate this young lady's death. She was a smart, beautiful black woman who's just looking for a date. Imagine that. What 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 app was this? Bumble. It was Bumble. When it, so Bumble can't go and be like, oh, um, this guy's IP address or la 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 was this. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So he's the one that quote unquote found her dead. So this is how the story goes. They met on Bumble. They went on a date. Then went back to her house, right? So they went back to her house. And then all of a sudden, uh, the next morning, he goes, he calls the police and he goes, oh my God, she's lying in the bathroom dead. And then they believe it. Mind you, this nigga is the last person that she was with. Bro, I watch True Crime Dateline 48 hours, 2020 all the time. And that, well, I guess they don't televise the ones where this happens, but that never happens. Yeah. You always investigate the last person that's yeah. seen them alive. There's never like, oh, okay, cool, I believe you. Bye. Yeah. Unless they're investigating him and they're not saying anything. They're keeping it on the low so he don't go running. I, I don't even think so. I don't even think so. But Bumble should have a lot of those imp important parts of his, you know, tech data, like his things like that. Mm -hmm. Unless they haven't been subpoenaed or there's some kind of law that has to happen for that to happen. Well, you know, when 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 we go on these apps, these um, dating apps like Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, etc. It's in the fine print that, you know, if it don't work out, don't 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 come to us. Chill. They got that shit in the print in the fine print. Well, hopefully it, it doesn't say just if your date sucks, don't hit us up. But if you die or if someone dies, mm -hmm. like that's a whole nother thing. That ain't just a date didn't work out. That's a whole nother situation. No, yeah. 
absolutely 100 percent. that should be overridden so i don't know like what's going on in the news they're not really trying to report it and i'm like but y'all was talking about that bitch who went missing gabby petito who we know her boyfriend killed her like we are there's a documentary coming out on it like Like, we need to know more about the shit oh my god they're both they're both dead yeah why is there a documentary coming out about gabby petito what are we gonna gain from it i missing white women syndrome they're just trying to get ratings one of america's favorite genres but anyway um but yeah thank you for uh yes. going light when we were about to go dark <laughs> well this is a very important thing to get out we gotta we gotta put pressure on these news outlets put pressure on bumble put pressure on these law enforcement of all these motherfuckers put pressure on all yeah. these motherfuckers that's what we gotta do when it comes to our own Yes, definitely. Thank you so much, Essie, for for uh, bringing that to light. It's very important. Yes, very important. Absolutely. Well, let's get into this episode, The Pact. Um, the last two episodes have been really hitting hard. Mm. They've been coming with the heat. Mm. So I want to start out with this cold open. So William's at Salt, and he's showing off ultrasound photos of his son, which is actually his sister's partner's son. But he gave the sperm. We remember that, right? From like season, early this season yes, or last season or something like that. So he helped them get pregnant and um, it's a little boy. And we know this because he's bragging about the kid's huge assets that he got from his father, which is pretty gross. So the guy at the counter is like, congratulations. When is your wife due? And he says, oh, no, I'm not married. It's my sister's baby. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy looks at him like, what the fuck? And he's like, no, 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 I didn't impregnate my sister. I impregnated her lesbian lover. It's like, can't just say her girlfriend, William? Mm. Gotta be her her lesbian lover? Anywho. And um, this is a lot for the, the guy at the counter to comprehend, and he's super confused. And William says, trust me, it's nowhere near as much fun as it sounds. Mm. And that's the end of the cold open, and we get our theme. So this first scene uh, at the bridal shop, Tony's trying on some dresses. Yeah, she tried on about three dresses and Joan doesn't like any one of them. She's being a hater. She doesn't like any one of the dresses. It's just each one looks better than the previous. And you don't think it could get better and then it does. And I'm like, wow. And her makeup, the whole look Mm -hmm. is just... It's giving very simple, classic bridal situation. What do you guys think? Oh, Tony. Tony, girl, that is stunning. Yeah, but it, it looks like you're trying to be stunning. Uh, Tony! Oh, girl, you got to put that on low way. Joan? Eh, not feeling it. No, eh, maybe another one. Uh, no. And I'm just like, whatever. I don't think she's not liking it. She's just a hater. Like, I think she likes it. It's almost like she doesn't, because she likes it, she doesn't want Tony to wear it. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't want Tony to look that good. She wants to have an underwhelming uh, wedding so that if it ever happens for her, then her wedding can be better. I don't know. Maybe I just, mm. I'm looking too far into it. No, you're but. not. That's what it is. <laughs> Niggas be out here hating. Uh-huh. Because first off, there's not any real criticisms. It's just, no, not feeling it. Okay, well, tell me what you are feeling. What do you think I should do to change this? There's nothing like that. Oh, she says one of them like, oh, it looks like you're trying to be stunning. Okay. Mm. And? Mm. I can't try to be stunning for my wedding? Right. Like, it's just like trying to think of something just to say something. Yeah, just to try to get her to change. And I don't like the way that Tony is putting so much stock in what Joan has to say uh, about what she's wearing for this wedding because the other girls like it. Mm-hmm. The other girls really like it. But she'll turn to Joan as like the final the final say. And why put that it, it on Joan's shoulders? Joan ain't, I mean, Joan's not a wedding planner. She's not, she's never been married. That's what I'm saying. Is Joan like the the residential fashion bitch? Like, why is her opinion so, so important? Mm. Mm. No idea. But once Tony goes and changes out of her third outfit, Lynn pulls Joan inside. She's like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you like the dresses? And Joan says she's trying to do her best for Tony and her vision of the wedding. And we find out from Maya that Joan tried to talk Tony into having her wedding at the Pickwick Bowling Alley. 
See, Joan's really trying to sabotage this shit. She wanted to have her wedding at a bowling alley? People do that? I've never heard of that in my life. Me neither. Is there enough space at a bowling alley to do something like that? That don't even sound real. And what? Do you do you rent out the whole bowling alley? Or just like four I lanes? I mean, you have to. You can't have people bowling while you're doing your vows. <laughs> All the, the fucking pins making noise and shit. <laughs> Kids screaming because they got a strike. No. Yo, Joan tried it. But Maya accuses her of being jealous. I have held my tongue long enough. You are jealous. You, Maya, no, don't go there. No, 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 no. I need to speak my mind or bitch slap her. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and say something. Fine, then don't be too hasty because she has been wasting our time. <laughs> I am not jealous of Tony. Yes, you are. Your best friend is getting married and you can't take it. But I'm going to tell you this much right here and right now. You need to get over it and be there for your friend. But I Just ha- be there. Or be slapped. So we flash forward and we see the bridesmaid dresses and they look great. I love it. Mm. Everyone's in the mirror just kind of like kind of doing their little poses. I think the dress looks great, but I just wish it was a different color. Why does it have to be black? So that the, the bride can shine in white. Mm-hmm. Couldn't it be like a dark blue or dark burgundy or black? I don't know. I just don't like that color for a wedding. That's just me, mm. y'all. I mean, yeah, of, of course. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. But then again, who knows? Maybe I'm just a boring wedding person. <laughs> and I don't pick I don't pick cool things for my weddings. <laughs> if I had one. <laughs> but they looked fine to me. They all fit well. Oh, it looked great. Yeah. Like the different types of dresses. It was cute. And Tony's like, you know, you guys look so great. I might even let you in my pictures. <laughs> and then she says, uh, now I have another surprise for you. And Lynn's like, oh, you're paying for the dresses? And she's like, nope. I'm like, damn, they got to pay for the dresses too? (laughs) Yeah. The bridesmaids got to pay for the dresses, yeah. Well, then shit. (laughs) Well, obviously, I've never been a bridesmaid, but uh, wow. Yes, they do. And if you don't know. Now I know. (laughs) But what's the surprise that Tony, Tony has for them? Her friend from college, Reese's. That's how, you, that's how you pronounce her name. <laughs> Reese's is coming. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said it like the candy. So. <laughs> that's not how it's, you say it. How you pronounce it? It's Reese. Reese. Go ahead. Reese's is coming. <laughs> and. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Reese's like the candy. And then Joan is like, What? The same Reese's who stole my man? Yeah, she's like, how can you ask the one woman in the world that I hate to be a bridesmaid? I'm like, you only hate one woman in this world? <laughs> I mean, I hate she a few. Like, I mean, she don't like Sharon either. Like, True. you don't like Monica either. There's a lot True. of women you don't like. Bitches that, you hate. You know, get the smoke. Yeah. But she really hate Reese because Reese stole her boyfriend 12 years ago. Her boyfriend's name was Brian. Mm. and married him mm. and they got kids together mm. and Maya's like why are you tripping you got a man already and Joan's like nah that's a boyfriend not a husband Maya oh okay <laughs> you better distinguish the two cause some of these bitches out here say it for the niggas in the back <laughs> what I don't what, wait that's just normal shit no a husband's but, not a boyfriend yeah but the way she said it with her chest the girls who know know they know <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it's really bothering her that she ain't married like Tony. Mm-hmm. And Tony reveals her and Reese kept in touch. They be beating up for lattes. Mm. They be sending each other Christmas cards. Mm. And she's also the godmother to the firstborn child. Not the godmother child. Lynn is the godmother to the secondborn child. Not the second. So they close. Mm. Now, writers, I just want to tell you, writers, um, y'all never talked about this girl ever we ain't never heard about this girl like ever. in the last three seasons <laughs> nothing i'm just saying Mm-mm. so joan talks about this pact they made <laughs> called the we hate Reese pact that was declared january 91 bush declared war on iraq and we declared war on Reese. damn 91 can y'all believe that was like 30 <laughs> years ago yeah <laughs> and this when we get a flashback of them just like well first off it looks like they're all dressed very 91 appropriate, which is great. We love to see um, it. I love when they're on point with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
No receipt means no receipt. No talking to her, no sitting next to her in class. Don't even look at her. But Joan, she's my roommate. Yeah, well, after Brian, she's gonna go after your man. Men. Oh. That trifling slut. Yeah. No, she is one sister-hating sister. We need to bring it down, but any means necessary. Okay, on three, we hate Reese. One, two, three, we hate Reese. I love in the, in the flashback when Lynn is overcompensating for her lack of blackness growing up. Oh my god! By being extra, them sister soldiers <laughs> types. Mm-hmm. By any means necessary. Mm. So they make the pact. And they flash back to present day, and Lynn and Tony are like, yeah, well, I don't remember that shit. Neither of them remember that. Mm-hmm. But that's when Reese walks in the bridal shop, and who's playing Reese? My girl, the incomparable, the legendary Kimberly Elise! Oh my god, welcome Kimberly Elise! You know it's gonna be some drama when she show the fuck Listen, up. Listen, when she start with them faces. With the what? Remember that face she was she always used to um she always used to make and set it off and then she made the same face in um in Diary of a Diary Man Black. You know the face. What the? When she started crying, she <laughs> Yo, yo, why she gotta I don't think I ever seen her in a movie happy. I've ever seen it. She was in John Q too, being just oh, sad. John Q, cause cause her nigga was um her son was dying. Yeah, yeah, he needs a new heart. Uh huh. With Denzel and them, she's like, just fix it. <laughs> just do whatever you need to do, John. The closest I seen her to not being like just miserable was in Hit the Floor. Did you watch Hit the Floor? The show? No, I didn't. I didn't know she was in Hit the Floor. Oh, she had a big part in Hit the Floor. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's the closest. Dang. What? Yo, we gotta get get our good sis on some happy shit. Like, let's get her in a comedy. Let's get her in a hey, rom-com. Issa, Issa, grab her. Let her be in one of the things you writing. Cause I can't. I I hate seeing her be so oppressed mm. in every fucking role. My girl Kimberly, she be acting. That's what you call that oh, old school acting. acting. Ooh, she's another one that I look at and I'm like, she think this shit real. <laughs> she really think this shit real. Yeah, there's a group of them. <laughs> That's how you know someone's a good actor, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she come in yelling something about UCLA in the house. You know, it's a very Moesha entrance and she yelling. <laughs> They all hugging and shit. They're excited to see her. Maya don't know what the fuck's going on. She don't know no receipt. She ain't go to college with them. Mm-hmm. But Joan is acting stank. Joan is really acting stank. Because she tried to go up and give uh, Joan a hug. And Joan don't even open her arms or nothing. Mm-hmm. She still got this grudge. And Maya, Maya introduces herself to Reese. And... I think I think this is when Reese's like, come on, um, Joan, please don't tell me you're still hanging on to that grudge or whatever. And then we go on to Salt. I also want to say, going back to the Kimberly Elise movies, she was also in For Colored Girls. Oh, and God, that old movie. boy dropped the kids out the window. Oh, God. I, you know, to this day, I still have not watched that movie, how much I've heard about it. <laughs> I still have not watched that movie. I can't. You know what? I mean... It's black trauma, honestly. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, hey, go see that movie. Why are we really subjected ourselves? I mean, it's kind of funny, though. Like, it is trauma, but some of the scenes are so ridiculous. You just have to you laugh. you kind of giggle. You're gonna, you know? Huh? Yeah. You just have to laugh. Yeah. So over the top. <laughs> I mean, it ain't funny that her kids got dropped out the window, but <laughs> there's other parts of that movie that just make you just, like, laugh at the ridiculousness. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah that's this whole episode the tyler perry episode anyway you would think tyler wrote it himself you think so i don't think it's that over the top oh we'll get there <laughs> we shall get there so williams at salt talking to this older lady about uh, age discrimination on the job he says it's not an easy thing to prove and uh, she's saying that she can't think of any other reason why they didn't hire her at a place called tata's it's a restaurant. Okay. It's like fake Hooters type of yeah, place. Yeah, that's what it was giving me from the name. Okay. But it's not about age. It's about body type. So she could still go for body discrimination, right? True. But you actually see that William's doing the whole Dent and Associates firm thing at Salt. Like the whole sitting area at Salt is his office. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know how they let him stay there all day doing that shit, but whatever. He probably eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But how you get to take up all the tables, though? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Unless you pay extra for the tables. But as he's talking to this old lady, Sweetelson comes in. I don't know how he found out William was working out of there, but he greets William. Mm-hmm. William says he has five minutes between clients to chat. But Mr. Sweetelson can already peep game that this shit ain't working out. Mm-hmm. So Sweetelson's there to throw him a lifeline. He's offering William his job back. Come through. Same office. But like, it's the same salary, same office, same everything. What? Why? Give me something more. Make it enticing. Well, they do at the end, but. Right. He, at first, he's just like, same salary, same office. All is forgiven. And William's like, well, I mean, the reason I left ain't changed. Like, it's still the same. So he declines. Mm-hmm. And Swedelson reminds him, you have a baby on the way. And they have the argument about whether this baby is actually his nephew or his son. Right. Swedelson says, all right, I'll wait for your call. And then he heads out to leave. And William says, you might be waiting a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's when his next client arrives. It's uh, Bubbles versus the Lion King on Ice. It's a cute little monkey. Okay. Oh, it's the cutest thing ever. Bubbles, isn't that the name of um, Michael Jackson monkey? Yeah, but that monkey was bigger. Okay. I don't know. You can name anything Bubbles. You can name a dog Bubbles. Okay. Doesn't matter. So the next scene is kind of weird. We're back at Jones. Um, she's in her house swiffering. And Reese bursts into the door, the front door, mm-hmm. before all the other girls. Look, Joan, I am going to be in this wedding, so we need to deal with this right now. Okay. Wh- so if you have something to say, just say it. Get out of my house. Damn, you just got on the scene. You can't just be busting in Joan's, Joan's house like that. She don't know you like right. that. Right. You some new bitch. What the fuck? Yeah. Why didn't let her go in first anyway? Mm-hmm. And Joan says, this is all about you stealing Brian. And we see another flashback. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this first flashback. Joan is like, oh, hey, boo. What he call, what she call him? Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> Hoogie. Hoogie. Oh, Hoogie. The fuck oh, I yeah, get Bubba is. from? It is Hoogie. Um, yeah, so she's studying and he wants to go to some show or some shit. MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Uh-oh. Too legit to quit. Too legit to quit. Too legit. <laughs> that nigga. So she's like, no, I have to study. And he's like, oh, babe, you can study later. And she's like, well, you can sell, always sell the tickets and then stay here with me. And he's with like, your hoogie. you can always stay here with me with your <laughs> hoogie. And then he's like, oh. And then here comes Miss Kimberly Elise who's playing Reese? she busts in with some type of leather outfit concoction looking like a dominatrix and the hair her hair yeah <laughs> her hair it looked like i don't know it looked great but i don't even know how to describe it it's like a real nice updo with some curls yeah it's like janet jackson mm. but not mm. it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's giving very much that time yes um, on steroids and she's like oh hey Brian and she's doing this sex pot thing yeah that was her recollection of events Brian's like deuces and he dips out with her mm-hmm. and but that's Joan's memory mm-hmm. and we get back to present day and Reese's like you made me sound like a slutty skank mm. and Joan says if the hoochie skirt fits bitch Ooh. She ain't say hoochie. I ain't heard that word in forever. Hoochie? Mm-hmm. Are we, like, phasing that out? What is the last time you heard someone say hoochie? I believe we had this conversation in an earlier episode, but we we've did. had so many episodes. <laughs> What's another word for it? Um, thought or something like that. All we got is thought. We ain't got no... We need to build up that, uh, thesaurus again. Yeah. <laughs> Our vocabulary. Oh. Yeah, ho is kind of like, it's just, it's, it's there. It's constant. It's plain, it's plain though. <laughs> we need something that defines the 2020s. Mm, we'll, we see, we'll see if we can start something on this podcast. Let's see if we can come up with it and see if it take off. Let's see what we can do. We creative. Yeah. What, what, what so we think? get Reese's flashback. This is how Reese remembers the shit. Mm-hmm. She said Joan was basically practically throwing Brian at her. Mm. because she's such a bookworm brian comes into the room 
He leans in and tries to kiss Joan on her cheek. She moves away and angrily says, you know about my nine-month rule? Mm. Jesus. So y'all can't even kiss? See, I think think, um, Reese's recollection is better because she got that nine-month rule shit. She ain't seen Joan in 10 years, so how she know? Yes, she's telling the truth. She know. Yeah, that seems way more truthful. So he's like, babe, I got the car. I got the tickets. She says, boy, you know I'm studying. And she, she's very more, much more angry in this flashback. Yeah. Very much more. Yes. And she says that she doesn't want to be dumb like him. Boy, I'm studying and you should be studying too. You know your dumb ass is dumb. I love when people use the insult <laughs> twice. You know your stupid <laughs> ass is stupid. <laughs> it works here. And he goes, well, but what about the tickets? And she goes, shove them up your dumb ass. <laughs> Mm-mm. and Lynn tries to do her best like hip hop dance or whatever saying she'll go she's like I'll go I'll go and Brian ignores her and asks Tony if she want to go mm-hmm. and he's like they're pretty good seats and Tony says if it's not front row Tony Childs can't go oh yes for the catchphrase honey <laughs> we here for I always it. like that line I've always I think I've used it for myself too but I don't <laughs> say front row because I'm good with floor seats we're good yeah or first level. Yeah. But if it's above that, uh, Yeah, good. that's I'm no good. point. Like, you see an ants perform. Yeah, I don't know who I would do second second level for. It would probably have to be a sports team. So, Jones says, you know what? Just take Reese. Reese's in the room studying with them, by the way, in this flashback. She's not going to pop up in a dominatrix suit. Reese is like, nah, I can't go with him. He's your boyfriend. It wouldn't be right. And Jones says... I can do a lot better than Brian, okay? Just take him to the concert. Have fun. Marry him. Just get him the hell out of my room. And that's the memory. Mm. I have in my notes here to ask you which version do you think actually happened, but we all know. We all know. Child, I think the second version happened, Reese's version, but I do think she's adding some season and making Joan look extra mean. I don't think that she was that mean. I just think she was just like, I have to study, I have to study, just go, leave me alone. Not on some shit where yeah. you dumb, you, you, you stupid. Yeah, like, the dumb ass, your dumb ass is dumb sounds very made up. Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound, that, was that sounds like extra season. punch, like sprinkled on there, because I don't <laughs> think Joan would say that. She don't even say shit you like that. Your dumb ass is dumb? That's some shit <laughs> Maya would say yes that is definitely something maya would say so we're back in present day and if you notice if you caught i don't know if you caught this but reese says you know what i'm exhausted and we're getting nowhere i'm like is that fo- foreshadowing because she goes to sit down mm. during this conversation she's like i'm exhausted she's tired yeah but she goes to sit down and they keep going back and forth about what happened joan won't let it go and joan says that was my hoogie and she's like we were gonna be married we find out she says they were secretly engaged because he was saving up for a ring and he loved her um, secretly engaged that mean y'all ain't engaged that means y'all ain't engaged okay, okay that's what girl. i read that's what i know mm, per. and joan continues and she's like if it wasn't for reese she'd be the one that's married she would be the one with the two kids and she would be the one living her happy life she's like you want him you you want my happy life you want brian you can have him. And the aids he gave me. I was like, dun, dun, dun. Oh, if you look really close, you can see Tyler Perry in the background giving a wave. <laughs> <laughs> and a wink. You know what? This story <laughs> is, it's out there, but I don't know. It just doesn't read the same as a Tyler Perry production. It's still... Really? No. Tyler's, the way he approaches things is just so outrageous. This is Temptation. Was it Temptation? I remember the one with uh, Journey Smollett and and Brandy. Yeah, and Lance Gross. Yeah, this is the story. This ain't a story. Yeah, kind of. So Nikki gave her AIDS or some shit. Yes, gave her AIDS, and then well, he ain't get it from no. He ain't get it from a a a dude, right? That's that's for color girls. Yeah, that's from color girls. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? It's like okay girlfriends has this plot line right okay it's already crazy okay let's not add anything anything on top of it hella perry will say that the nigga that that you got it from is from this and then he he turns out to be your cousin that you didn't know now you now you got ace from your cousin and then some shit where <laughs> just extra on top of extra on top of extra like i can't i cannot that's what tyler perry does uh, okay okay um I don't know. It gives me that. But Joan is stuck. She is stuck. She's quiet. She she can't move. 
and um, we get our commercial break. And after the commercial break, we're back at Joan's house, and another weird thing happens. Reese's not there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she's not there. Mm-mm. Maybe she left the house or something. I don't know, but she ain't where she was. Joan's on the couch being sad. She's laid out. She's she thinks she's evil because she yelled at a dying woman. Here's the thing: Are we? Are, is this what it was in the early two thousands? That it was just like, oh, you have AIDS, you're dying. Was it still like that? I think that the perception was a little bit more advanced, but not. I, I wasn't an adult then, so I can't tell you what it was. Yeah. But like, yeah, but they had drugs. True. And they had Ma- mm. Magic Johnson. Well, Magic Johnson got money, so he could have had any kind of prototypes and stuff. Like he had, a, he had the um, the luxury vehicle of of HIV <laughs> cocktail medicine. Yeah. Let me stop. Hold <laughs> on, Like he's a millionaire. He got money for all these kinds of drugs that regular people can't get. Mm-hmm. But Maya also reminds everyone that Reese has two kids, and she can't imagine what she's going through. Mm. And that's when Tony remembers, oh shit, I'm the godmother to one of those kids. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's legally binding. <laughs> Why? She she, she, she don't want to speed on shit where she died and she actually got to take care of him? That's what it's supposed to be. That's the godmother rules. Mm-hmm. Godfather rules. But both of their parents have HIV or AIDS, excuse me. I'm assuming that Brian has AIDS, full-blown AIDS too. Um, I wonder if the kid, do the kids got it? Sometimes. Did they catch it before it got to the kids? Mm-hmm. See, Tyler Perry would have wrote it like that. Mm-hmm. The whole family got it. Tyler Perry would have <laughs> wrote it some type of shit where the kids got it. Anybody that come next to them, that shit where she's cutting the shit and then they cut her hand. One of the other kids done put it in their mouth and then some other kids they were playing with got it. Child. <laughs> I can't. Tony's like, I ain't trying to be a mom right now. And that's when Joan sits up and she goes, oh my God, she saved my life. If she hadn't taken Brian, that could have been me yeah what do you think of that i mean no shade no tea yeah it's it's it's, it's looking like true tea right now yeah that's a fact i ain't gonna hold you yeah see that's what i be telling y'all every no ain't a no (laughs) the rejection is god's blessings hey cash apper because that's a word that's a that's a bar amen that's a bar listen whenever you are in a situation where a man don't want you think of the story Mm. call me past the row Mm. I got you. All right. Pass the row. Amen. But that's when Tony's like, you selfish. You selfish for thinking that. Because she's making it about her. Nah. We just found out that our good friend has AIDS. I mean, it's kind of been about her, though, at least partly, because she's the one that didn't want her to come, right? Because she, quote unquote, stole her man. But now, I don't think it's making it about her by saying, damn, yo, she caught that shit instead of me. I don't know. You can't be happy about that. You got to sit up at night and... Count, count your blessings, count do, something, your blessings. do some repentance some hail marys or some shit yeah because yeah Damn. Mm. i don't know you know sometimes what's looked at as like oh my gosh i just learned a lesson could be, be even bigger than the lesson it could be a blessing you know like damn but you also gotta remember that just because he if let's say he would have gotten with joan and joan um had the kids and got married to him and whatnot who says that he would have gone down the same path and contracted this Mm, okay he might not have even lived in the same city with the person who gave it to him he might not have even had like you know what i mean different something in their marriage i'm not trying to blame the victim guys i'm not trying to i'm just trying to say that just because he went down this path with reese doesn't mean that the same thing would have happened if he had married joan Mm-hmm. that's true but the reason tony says it's not about you is like she's like oh we need to think about reesey right now she's very much alive and doesn't need to be re- reminded every five minutes that she's sick right and then they do another time jump it's weird because all of a sudden reesey's back i don't know where <laughs> she went but she's back <laughs> she's sitting on the couch and they're babying her giving her blankets and pillows like this she ain't break a leg right <laughs> as if like she got a cold or something like like yeah you know, like she like sprained her ankle or some shit lynn's offering her some soup and some nyquil like she got the common cold mm-hmm. like, that's not how you cure aids lynn i have aids i need a cure not some stuffy head fever so i can rest medicine <laughs> sorry but she does request a foot massage so lynn does that 
Sony gives her an apple. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? It's just, it's just like the Twilight Zone. What, why are they all being weird? I guess. And and Joan's like, I found this heating pad for your back. Is that a symptom? It's <laughs> achy backs a symptom. Child, I don't know what's going on because they give a fuck. Before they found out, she was walking fine. She ain't need no soup then. She mm-hmm. was walking completely fine. Ain't no Nyquil or nothing. So she tells them, okay, guys, they're all sitting around her, except for Maya. Maya don't want to get close. It's really, <laughs> Maya's the only one that's on the other side of the room just chilling because she don't want to get close, which is kind of really, like, rude. It's kind of rude. Yeah, you know, but I think it's just, like, lack of education and knowing. So, you know. We'll get to the lack of education because with, with access to the internet, come on now. They have access to the internet? Oh, they did, they did, they did. They did. Yeah. I was on the internet at like in 99 or 98. Is, is this is this dial up when you can't be on the internet at the same time as when? Still. Okay. I just y'all got it. time. I'm sure she got an internet at work. You can do a little research on it. You could have been did it anyway. <laughs> so she tells the girls, okay, enough. You guys get one minute. What do you need to know? Are you okay? I'm stable on my meds. My viral load is down. I get tired sometimes, but... Overall, I feel pretty good. And that's when Lynn says, do you have um, HIV or full-blown AIDS? Damn. And she's like, full-blown AIDS. And I'm like, bruh, she already said that. She said that Damn, in the previous what? scene. You can have the AIDS he gave me. She wasn't listening. Either she wasn't listening or she just thought they were interchangeable or she would interchange them. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. I, when I was super young, I thought they were in- interchangeable too. Yeah, you were a kid though. Like... <laughs> Lynn, Lynn's a grown-ass woman who's doing a documentary on HIV, isn't she? Some type of sexual something. Yeah, something. something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out find out more as time goes on, but you grown, and you went to college, so you had to be researching shit all the time. Child, Lynn got like five degrees. She, she need to stop. Oh my God. She got five degrees. <laughs> but as soon as like as soon as Reese says she got full-blown AIDS Maya's on the other side of the room she's shaking the table and shit like she about to collapse because she's just shocked and uh what's her name Reese's like girl it is not airborne uh-huh. <laughs> it is not airborne mm-hmm. Maya's acting like she got coronavirus <laughs> um <laughs> but this is when Reese tells Maya it's only transferable through blood and semen. I'm like, no, it ain't. Now you lying. <laughs> That's the biggest, most egregious lie in this episode. Mm-mm. And I went on and I knew that off the top, mm-hmm. but I had to go online and make sure. Cause you know, breast milk mm-hmm. is a way vaginal secretions. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just blood and semen, then that means that women can't give it to men mm-hmm. through, through semen. Cause we don't have semen. Mm-hmm. That's an easily Googleable, Googleable, like fact. Why do you think they was lying like that? I just think I don't think they were lying. I think that they. Oh, I think I see where you're going, but um, <laughs> I think they just didn't research well enough. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were setting up the next thing? Mm-hmm. Is that why they said that? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> they want to write it in that he got it from a man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, they should have. They should have researched that. Because that's obviously wrong. And that's when Lynn says, well, how did Brian get it? And she says, from another man. Mm. And that's when another part, if you look closely in the background, you can see Tyler Perry stick his head out. Like, y'all, you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> and uh, Joan's like, oh my God. Like, full annoyed, like, what the fuck? He couldn't use a condom? No, because if he put a condom in his pocket, then he'd be admitting to himself that he was going out to have sex with men. And that would make him gay, which, according to him, he's not. So, let's not put out that gay men just have AIDS and they're just giving it to straight men. (laughs) Like, they're just rampant with, like... Well, I mean, if a gay nigga gave it to a straight nigga, then the nigga ain't straight. Well, you know what I'm trying to... You know what I mean. Down low. Down low. I know this was written 20 years ago, but we can't be writing shit like this no more. Like, that's that's pretty mm. messed up. It's not you a gay disease. You heard that, Tyler Perry? Because I, I know you over there in your office. Yeah, Tyler, I know you listening. Don't write no more shit like this, please. 
I know you ain't write this, but I know you written shit like this in the past. Don't. Because you're sending the wrong message. And stop making AIDS a fucking... um, A punishment. Because you're a slut. So you deserve to get AIDS. Yes. Because somebody cheated. Let's not do that. Because some people contract this through blood transfusions and some are born with it mm-hmm. um so joan apologizes for having this stupid grudge for all these years she says that um i'm sorry i'm i'm making you relive this and reesey says well since you're apologizing truth is i actually did steal brian Ugh. you've been right all along he was fine mm. and she says karma's a bitch huh damn damn that's dark as fuck yeah i mean and that 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 karma that don't even that don't weigh the same like you stealing a nigga is not (laughs) the punishment should not be aids girl (laughs) like the fuck yeah that's a little little too much punishment uh for something so trivial Mm -hmm. but then tony asks you know (laughs) tony lightens the mood and she's like um well did you spend all your lotion money on medication because girl your feet ashy Mm. I don't know what we're supposed to think of that. That was just mean. <laughs> Leave it to Tony to say some out-of-pocket shit like that while somebody dying. And then they start laughing, and then she comes back with a roast talking about Tony's big-ass feet. Oh, I know you are not talking with those big old chicken-chasing country feet on you. <laughs> mm. like, I guess we had to... Well, the writers had to get it back on track to the funny. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to, mm-hmm. you know... That's when we flash forward, and they're cooking up some stuff in the kitchen. I knew that this was going to happen before it happened, like when I first watched it. I always knew because I did I not feel like they were, they were kind of like, it wasn't a close up on it, but it was just like, why you got this girl chopping your vegetables and are the, are the other girls even cooking? Isn't it just her and, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's her, Joan and Lynn and the other girls are just drinking wine mm. on the other side of the, um, counter. It's like a counter. A island and another counter. Mm-hmm. And the girl's cooking on the island. Joan is uh, stirring up some uh, something in the skillet. Lynn is pouring seasoning. Which you got Lynn on the seasoning? Anyway. Right. Lynn's, Lynn's putting the seasoning in. And Reese's cutting the vegetables. Mm-hmm. And so they're catching up on the girls' lives and everything like that. Reese wants to know more about Ellis. And Joan's like, why? So you can steal him too? Mm-hmm. She's like, it depends. Are you guys secretly engaged? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Maya's like, I mean, Joan, really? Who do you think would be dumb enough to fall for a secret engagement? And then Joan says, Says the woman who fell for the invisible condom. <laughs> Are we doing condom jokes now? Wait, did she not plan Jabari or Jabupu? That's the thing. She didn't. Well, she was 16. Why would she plan a baby at 16? Oh, yeah, I forgot how young Maya is supposed to be on the show. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just like, are we making fun of someone who didn't wear a condom when we just had this situation with Brian not taking condoms to his uh his down low appointment? Yeah, that's the early 2000s for you. That niggas got away with murder. That's messed up. <laughs> but Maya says, listen, Jabari is a miracle to me. OK. And that's when they start laughing. But Reese cuts her finger. Mm. <laughs> And I will say, shout out to Niecy Smith, my sister. She loves this part because Maya jumps over the counter like Flojo. <laughs> it's, it's fucking... It's the way they all just back the fuck up, like they just seen a mouse, like... <laughs> you would think she's a someone, like, scatter across yeah, the fucking bitch. floor. The way Maya jumping over the counter, like... No, it's a, I don't want no smoke. Oh my god. Okay, the what, it's funny in the scene, but in real life, that ain't funny. Like, come on now. She already feels weird because she done told y'all she got AIDS, but mm-hmm. y'all really acting like she can't come near y'all. And then, and then it's like when they start coming closer, they, they walk mad slow. Like, you know, when you you, <laughs> you see somebody about to do some shit and you're like, wait a minute, hold on. And you walk slowly, like with caution. <laughs> I think Lynn and Joan were the ones that tried to deal with the knife. Mm-hmm. But Maya and Tony, they like, we over here. <laughs> Party over here. We ain't, you know. I'm good. We drink. We sipping our wine. I don't even know if they want to sip it no more. They don't know if a drop. No, no, I don't know if they think a drop is. Good. <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to see. It's it. a drop of the blood gonna pop up in their drink or they on their upper lip or some shit. What do you thought was gonna happen, Mike? 
I don't even know. Oh, shit. But Reese's like, yo, it's okay, guys. I'll just get the trash can and toss the vegetables and toss the cutting board. You got to toss the cutting board, too? I mean, the blood. Couldn't the blood. I mean, I guess she says so, but she also said said, that blood and semen is the only way to get. And and then did she say that um, the knife, all the knife got to do is be washed? So why can't the cutting board be washed? Right, right, exactly. So I don't... She don't know. She don't know about she the disease know. she got. Joan tossed the whole shit, okay? <laughs> if you can toss the, 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 the marble, <laughs> toss yeah, that shit. because I'm too. thinking, is it because you toss the cutting board because the blood can seep into the wood? Mm. But she also says once it touches the air, the virus is dead. Right. So if it, if it touches the air and it's on the cutting board, it's dead anyway. Them vegetables look good, though. Damn, I'll be tight. You have to toss them shits. The onions yeah, and all that Yeah, that was back shit. then when you couldn't get none delivered, no extra delivered. You had to go out and get more. Yeah, you got to go out and get more. Yeah. Man, you gotta go Everything's get smelling good shit. and you don't got the vegetables. Fuck. I mean, at that point, are you hungry even at that point nah, still? Nah, nah, nah. I, I eat it dry. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Okay. Let's just order some Chinese. Let's just order some fucking Chinese. I'm done. Pizza some shit. <laughs> Fuck this shit. You know what? Fuck it. Oh, shit. So she's like, yeah, toss the cutting board and we torch the whole kitchen. And nobody laughs at her joke. And they're all just standing in shock. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They look like their lives are in danger. And uh, I'm surprised Maya didn't run out the front door the way she was at. <laughs> just go ahead and keep running. <laughs> so Reese just was like, yo, can I get a Band-Aid? And that's when Lynn steps up and like finds her a Band-Aid and everything. And Tony has to use this time to remind Reese that she's marrying a doctor. Reese, um, hold your finger above your head. Todd taught me that. He's a doctor. Girl, I tell you I was marrying a doctor. And I'm like, yo, Tony, really? You really <laughs> she gotta make it about you right now? I ain't telling my nigga a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, I know you about to die and everything, but guess what I'm doing in my nah, life? she got a bitch. Come on now. Oh, my God. So Lynn grabs a knife. I guess she's about to put it in the sink to wash it. And Joan runs over like, don't touch that. She's really frantic about it, like, yo, don't touch that. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean The girl just said she gotta throw away the cutting board, right? Let let's let's put on I think it caps and think. Think. <laughs> think <laughs> Right. Cause when we use our minds, take step hey. up time, we could do anything. Do 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 that we wanna do. So, <laughs> the girl just tossed the cutting board. She tossed the vegetables. It's a wrap for that because food is it's a wrap. But if you put the cutting board in there, isn't the shit that you was using to cut gotta go in the trash too? That's what logic would say. Yeah. Just just for good measure? Just to make sure. If yeah. you're gonna toss a cutting board. Now, she'd been like, just wash the cutting board. Then you go, okay, we'll wash the knife too. Exactly. But if you're gonna toss the cutting board. It's not like you chopped your hand off with the cutting board, but you're still throwing it away. You chopped your hand with the knife that mm-hmm. went into your skin mm-hmm. that touched your blood. Mm-hmm. And so did a cutting board. We're just saying logically, yo, y'all. I know that I looked it up. When the blood touches the air, the virus dies. Okay. I looked it up. So why the cutting board got to go in the garbage? <sighs> Listen, these are the same writers that said blood and semen are the only <laughs> ways to transfer it. All right. So it just sounds like who kevin and michelle listen i'm not hating on your writing style i'm just saying a lot more research should have been done to make sure this was as educational as possible Mm -hmm. because these are black shows and it's good to have that messaging on black shows but make sure it's right Mm -hmm. but lynn tells joan though stop stop tripping nobody gonna get infected and joan's just like no just throw it away just throw throw it away now at this point joan should have picked up on cues (laughs) I'm not trying to be a hater, but Joan should have been like, oh, yeah, no, no we'll just set it to the side. Mm. Yeah, we'll set well, it to the side. I'll, I'll wash it later. I'll wash it <laughs> later. <laughs> later. And then when everyone goes home. It's a wrap. Throw this in the garbage, Toss this in the trash. Tra- tra- when everybody go home, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. I agree. But Reese's like, you don't have to throw it away. You could just wash it. She's like, just to be sure, you could just. Put it in the dishwasher and run it through the dishwasher. Why the fuck would I to contaminate the dishwasher too? <laughs> what the fuck? It is a wrap for the dishwasher. So you're gonna put it in a dishwasher <laughs> and wash the rest of the dishes 
You gonna put the rest of the dishes in there with it? Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, I was watching that <laughs> shit like, what the fuck, nigga? I'm gonna have to get a whole bunch of new t- kitchen utensils, my nigga? Nah. Throw that shit out. <laughs> And listen, guys, like I said, we ain't making fun of this. I'm just trying to get the logic of what they're saying in this scene. Yeah. And make it a whole thing. Like, I need to get the logic right. And this is all, this is what it sounds like. It just sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Very. So, we end the scene with the fucking knife on the counter. They don't make a decision on it. We just go on to Sweetelson and William back at Salt. Okay. And William says he's done some checking and he finds out, he found out about the firm that kind of the reason they want him back is because they've been having trouble keeping uh william's former clients happy and he was like you know what you're right i need a little job security with my nephew's son on the way (laughs) so he writes down a number on a paper as far as what salary he wants and they go back and forth a little bit with different salaries written down and they try to throw in things to sweeten the pot i think they they throw in a fridge or some shit an electric scooter and I don't know the salary they choose on that they put on the paper, but William's down with uh, the new salary and an electric scooter. So he fuck? is back with Sweetelson, Goldberg, McDonald, Lee. There's, I feel like I'm missing a name. So next, Joan is at the bridal shop. Tony's trying on more dresses. Joan is acting uh, acting like she's getting married. She's practicing her I do's in the mirror. Do you, Joan Carol Clayton, take this man to be your husband? Well, of course I do. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Oh, hell, y'all. She done killed Tony and stole the wedding dress. And the rest of the girls walk in. And Reese says to Joan that word on the street is, you're jealous of Tony for getting married. I'm like, damn, could you imagine if that's the word on the street about you? That would be embarrassing. She is. It's the truth. I know, but you don't want that. You don't want people knowing that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, that's, that's your legacy. Needs to stay, stay in house. And how the hell she know? Who told her that? You know Maya. You know Maya. Maya. Plus, they they close to her. They know her from college. Tony and uh, Lynn. So you know they gonna tell her whatever. But Reese says, Tony, don't worry. Someday a guy's gonna marry you. But then at that moment, Tony comes out. In such an amazingly beautiful dress. Another one. She looks like a princess. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh my God, you look so beautiful. And Reese starts to cry. And they're like, "What, girl, what's going on with you? And she says she won't. She realized she won't get to see her own daughter get married. You know, because she How you know that? How she know that? She doesn't know for sure, but you know. But nowadays you can live a full life with HIV. Mm-hmm because mm-hmm. of the medicines well she said she's taking her meds but unless she discovers she had it late Chile. they all comfort her and tony's like girl don't worry about your daughter's wedding it's jones we're not gonna live to see <laughs> that's so funny I'm done. <laughs> especially considering that uh we never see jones wedding wow that's unfortunate they just don't they, they couldn't do the episode because of the, the writer's strike it got canceled damn so later we see joan in the kitchen She's by herself. She opens up the, the dishwasher and there's the knife that Reese had. And she tosses it in the trash. <laughs> Just like I said. Mm-hmm. But then she kind of walks away. She walks away and she has like a second thought. And she goes back and takes it out of the trash. And runs it under the water and gives it a little scrub. Just a little scrub. Yeah. I feel like she could have. It wasn't as much of a scrub as I would have liked. But I see what they were trying to yeah, do. Yeah, I would have. I would have liked for her to go a little harder. You but know, There's only so much time. I get it. Um, she wipes it dry with a dish towel, puts it back in the knife rack, and walks away. And at the very end, we see William uh, with his first client, Miss Nussbaum, who couldn't work at Tata's. And he's breaking the bad news that he's going back to corporate law. And he gives her a list of names of people that could help her with her Tata's case. Mm. <laughs> And now that he's not available. So she's like, well, I'm sorry you can't represent me anymore, but I'm also happy now because now we can date. This woman's like 80. <laughs> you know what? Love is love. Let me stop. Let me stop love with the age love, thing. love, Right. It really is, you know? Um, but William doesn't look like he wants to date her. That's discrimination. And that's the end of the episode. That was a banger. Mm. So next is the oh hell yes moment so etsy 
what part of this episode made you go, oh, hell yes. When Joan didn't think twice about putting that damn knife in the motherfucking garbage, even like the, the <laughs> even, even how she's looking at it, right? Look at the visual that we get. The girl don't put everything else in the garbage. Why would the knife not go in the garbage with it? Bingo, bango. Listen, I know some people are probably going to be like, what? That's a little, little too much putting the thing in the trash. But she put the, she put the cutting board in the trash. Yeah. That was on Reese. Reese suggested that. Mm-hmm. So if the cutting board going, why wouldn't the knife go too? Mm-hmm. Riddle me that, guys. That's a good one. You know what? I'm... <laughs> There's a lot of misinformation in this episode. So there's a lot, not a lot that I can say, oh, hell yes, to. There's a lot of oh, hell no's, but, um. Do a oh, hell no for the culture. No, we're not. I'm not doing an oh, hell no. Not right now. We'll say something, something real good. But <laughs> my oh, hell yes moment, although it's, it's kind of extreme, was when Maya cleared that fucking counter. <laughs> What <laughs> she cleared it and she had a glass of wine in her hand. She did not spill the wine. That girl hopped that fucking counter like she like she gold. was trying to win the Olympic gold. You feel me? <laughs> That's my oh hell yes moment because that made me laugh. I-, I wonder if like Golden just did that to be extreme, like as like an acting thing, or if she like, was told to do that. Yeah. Yeah, she has a lot of um a lot of great comedic timing. I wouldn't be surprised if that was just her acting instincts. Cause who would think of Yeah, that? just to like, kind of make it an extreme like what would you do? Like what would be the thing? Well I could, I'm already sitting on the counter. Let me just hop on the other side of this bitch. <laughs> you know? That's a, actually an iconic moment from girlfriend's history. Mm-hmm. So I got some tweets and a five star review. So let's get to those. So Nick Snack says, Joan gets me so heated, but the AIDS episode of Girlfriends really sent me over the edge. So you've ostracized this woman for years because of some petty beef. But when she tells you the man you're shedding tears over gave her HIV, you tell her, thank you for saving my life. Mm. <laughs> well, we know Etsy's position on this shit. <laughs> Chap, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 an awkward position to be in. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, I think I would have kept that to myself and just said, "Wow, that's crazy. I'm so sorry about that." <laughs> that's crazy. Oh shit, that's crazy. Damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's yeah. That's something. Um, next, JD Ashia, the actress who plays Reese in Girlfriends, always plays characters where her life is ripped apart, Girl. constantly in pain. I've seen her eyes filled with tears too much. Mm-hmm. That's that's her face. You think she chooses these roles, or she's chosen for these roles because she can, she can do it so well. I mean, I think it's a combination of both. I think that she has a very high, a high turnaround rate of roles that come to her that are like this. So it's like, what else is she gonna choose from? If she would wait until yeah. she get a rom com, who knows if he would have seen her in this much stuff. It's hard out here for a pimp. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Kimberly Elise, friend of the show. My girl, Kimberly Elise. If you want to chat, Reese Jackson, come on the show. I just want to know some things. We I just want to ask you some Reese, questions. We can chat set it off. We can chat diary of a mad black woman. Girl, your resume for is color long. girls. All of that. <laughs> Let's go. And lastly, we got a five-star review. Uh, shout out to everyone writing these five-star reviews. It really keeps us going and lets us know that people love what we do. Thanks, guys. The title is Amazing Podcast, I Found My Tribe. And this is from Techie Jen. Techie Jen says, I preface this by saying I'm not a podcast girl at all. I'm more into YouTube as a creator and subscriber. This podcast is everything. So much comedy and levels of analyzing around our fave foursome of girlfriends. Etsy and Nettie are long-lost cousins in my head that I love to cackle along with as they kiki and clown while breaking down our show. Keep up the amazing work, ladies. Thank you, girl. Well, thank you, Techie Jen. Ginking. You know, we uh we we like to giggle. It's just <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
how could we not? There's so much fuckery going on. We see, like, this show, even this episode being fucking sad and having such sad elements, we'll find little pockets of, like, (laughs) of humor. We'll find it. Mm -hmm. We're just silly. And uh, (laughs) I'm happy that you can listen to us and think of us as long-lost cousins. Appreciate that. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Make sure you go on our Twitter if you want to chat with us, at HellYesGirl on Twitter next episode is called where everyone knows my name everybody knows your name and we'll have a special guest on another guest podcaster who loves this episode oh yeah so make sure you're here for that next week when we chat about that episode until then i am Nettie. And I'm Etsy. And we will see you next week. Bye.